Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Let's get it. Welcome to the Train Em Up podcast. Train Em Up exists to equip young parents in discipling their children, helping them to be intentional, encourage imitation, and give instruction. My name is Joshua Chapman, and I'm here with my hot honey, oh. my bad mama jamma, oh my, my jovial jolly rancher. Oh, my y'all. <laughs> I got to just tell y'all, I'm going to rat him out. Just a few minutes before we recorded, I said, babe, what you doing? He's on his computer, look like he's, you know, reading up on something. Researching. This man was looking up alliteration, looking up words that started with I to try to have something for today this is true this is true <laughs> notice i didn't use the eye because i didn't find anything he didn't find anything but i am on the search i don't so. think he still found anything with jolly rancher either this but. is true but i am on the search and so if you could think of a complimentary word i could use that begins with the letter i please send it my way i appreciate that <laughs> baby how you doing how you doing i'm doing all right i feel like often you ask that and i'm like i'm here yeah yeah it's it's been a day yes you are but here the Lord go. has got you here. Yes. Praise God. And so here we are. Let's do it. <laughs> Baby, what are we talking about today? Well, you know, guys, the holidays are almost among us. <laughs> We're recording this now in September. And yes, so we are. they are almost among us. And I'm sure you don't have to look far to see stores starting to advertise for the holidays. And so we wanted to do this episode on family traditions during the holidays. Dun, da, da, da. Yes, early enough in this season so that if there's any ideas here in this episode that you decide you want to implement, that you actually have time to plan ahead and get what you need. I often hear a holiday idea and love it, but then I realize it's too late to implement for my own home. And then by the time the next year's holiday <laughs> rolls around, I've already forgotten about it. And so we would really like to help you avoid that. Again, if there's anything in this episode that is helpful for you that you want to implement this year. And so, yeah, that being said, we are mm -hmm. talking about family traditions during the holidays and how that can be a means of discipling our children. But I do have to admit that it's weird for me to be thinking about Christmas right now as we record this and <laughs> I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Um, but yep. I know you love that yeah, because me. it's easy for me to think about Christmas at this time. He would listen to Christmas music year round if Man, I was cool with it. It was just home. the other day I was singing a Christmas song. He was, he come out, out of the room. I'm like, are you literally humming? Oh, come let us adore him. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful song, but indeed. Yeah. Indeed. I'm like, when Thanksgiving is over, let's turn up the Christmas music. He is like. Any place, anytime, 1st, anywhere. <laughs> when it hits October 1st, the Christmas music is played in my headphones. Yeah. Yes. So. And so, yeah, as we think about holiday family traditions, I'm sure many of us have memories of traditions we did growing up with our families, maybe some of which you now have passed down to your families. Now, some of you may not have memories but you now have your own children and you have the chance to start some of your own traditions. The reality is every family has a tradition, even if the tradition is to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is true. Yeah. 
Um, but the uniqueness about forming your own family is that you can keep some traditions from previous generations and form new ones because every family has its own way of doing things. Yeah. And, you know, to help out our podcast this episode, I decided to Google benefits of family traditions. Oh, really? I did. You know, Google is often very helpful for yeah, me. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> for me, sometimes. <laughs> yes, but some of those benefits said that they help you make memories. They give you something good to look forward to. They provide consistency. They strengthen your family bonds. And they remind you of what truly matters. Mm. And these really are all good reasons to implement family traditions and even more specifically holiday traditions. But another reason we could add to this list is that they provide sweet discipleship opportunities. Mm, That's good, baby. Thank you. (laughs) Which is why ultimately we wanted to do an episode on this topic because the holidays provide us a chance to point our children to the Lord in specific ways that we may not always focus on year round. Mm. And they provide a chance for us to imitate Christ's likeness in a way that is set apart from the world's way of celebrating. Mm. And so as we really get into the bulk of this episode, we want to encourage three things to consider when thinking through the intentionality behind holiday family traditions. So we want to talk about what it means to be set apart in our holiday family traditions, the importance of being consistent in them, and then being fun. Yeah. Like we're all I hope you can tell. We're always about how can we make this as fun as possible Absolutely. that our kids are the most engaged. We so. love to turn up. We like to be live. And so yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense for the third encouragement to be to have fun. Yes. But we're not starting with number three. We are starting with number one. Uh, which is the encouragement to be set yeah. apart. The most important part. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so seeing that Yeah, holidays provide an opportunity for us to point our children to Christ. Even as we think about Ephesians 5, you know, be be careful, look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Like we can apply that same principle with when it comes to holidays to make the best use of this time in celebrating this holiday. And one way we can do it is we want to look for opportunities to share the gospel and God's word with our children and the holidays and implementing traditions provides us with this very opportunity. Yeah, definitely. And so even if the holiday wasn't originally a Christian holiday, we can still be strategic in finding ways to point our children to Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And as we do this, what it does for us and for our children is help us and help them set their minds on things above and not on things that are on earth. We have an opportunity to push back against cultural messages and combat them with a biblical worldview. Yeah, that's good. Um, Even as you think about a number of the holidays, there can be a self-centered focus during the holidays. And what we want to do is help reorient ourselves and our children around God Hmm. because life ain't about us. It is Hmm. about him. Um, He is the one things are from through whom and to whom are all things. Yeah, no, that's good. And I think even as we think of some examples of what it looks like to combat maybe the cultural message with a biblical worldview is, you know, you take Thanksgiving 
Thanksgiving can so easily be just about good food, time with family, watching football. Yes, yes, and yes. Which <laughs> yes. I love amen, some good amen, food. Amen, amen, amen. You know, especially them yams. Yeah. <laughs> you mean sweet potatoes. <laughs> sweet, no, 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 no. Them yams. Dressing. Yes. You know, not stuffing, dressing. Yes, yes. <laughs> but exactly, this point exactly is we can be so focused on the good food, time with family, watching football. Yep, Cowboys play. Even, yes, even now Black Friday. Mm. But... You know, none of these things are inherently bad, but we have a chance as Christians yeah. trying to raise our children to know the Lord. We have a chance to make it about more than that. Come on. As Come on. The, the title of the holiday is Thanksgiving. Mm. Mm. Well, we see this all throughout scripture. Oh, yes, we You know, do. that we should be a people who are giving thanks. Come on now. And so what does it look like for us to celebrate this holiday with our children, directing our thanks to the Lord for all the good gifts he's given, helping them to see, you know, James one seventeen, like every good gift is from above coming down from the father of lights. There you go. Come this man's now. preaching through James. He better have that one memorized, <laughs> but you know, but we have that we see through the Psalms, this constant giving thanks. Psalm and so, yes. yeah, we can take this cultural holiday and point it, point our children to the Lord with Amen. it. Same, Amen. you know, Christmas has been hijacked by our culture and has become so much about writing out our gift lists, especially for our children. This is what I want. This is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah. You know, receiving gifts, Santa, reindeer. But we have the opportunity to help point them to the greatest gift ever given in Jesus Christ mm. as we celebrate his mm. birth. Come on now. Come on. And then... Well, yeah. Well, let me go ahead. Easter. Let me go ahead yeah. and hop in real just, quick. Since you okay. since you hit the first two, let me go ahead and hop in real quick. <laughs> hop on even, in. Yeah. Hop think? on in like the Easter Bunny, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even as you think about Easter, um, it is so much about like the Easter Bunny and Easter egg hunts, which again, those things aren't bad. Um, at the same time, it provides a specific opportunity as Christians to reflect on the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the crux of our faith. If mm -hmm. Christ ain't raised from the dead, then Paul says that our faith is futile yeah. and we're still in our sins. Yeah. You know, and so that is, this isn't to say that we still, that we don't do some of the secular traditions that accompany the holidays, um, but we don't take our cues from the culture. That's what we're saying. We want to focus on making the main message one that will help point our children to the Lord. Yeah, no, that's so good. And so, yeah, first and foremost, as we think about just being set apart, as we enter different holiday seasons, how can we help our children see the Lord through this holiday mm. in the way that we celebrate and not just look like families who don't know Christ yeah, in the way that yeah, we celebrate. And yeah. so, yeah, first of all, how can we be set apart in the way we celebrate and the kind of traditions that we come up with? Also, just the importance of being consistent. Mm. You know, traditions truly become traditions when we do them consistently <laughs> over the long That's haul. That's pretty profound. <laughs> pretty and simple statement. It's but implicit in the word tradition. Yes, it's like <laughs> we, we, we need to do these consistently in order for them to really be traditions, to kind of go back to those benefits, to, mm -hmm. to be something that creates strong bonds, to be something that we make memories, that we yeah. look forward to. And so, it has yeah. to be done more than once. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then also the repetition of our traditions over time helps impress the truths into their hearts. Mm. So if we're wanting to use our traditions to 
point them to the truth of the Lord and his word, well, the more we do them, the more those truths are going to be impressed in their hearts. Amen. And so even thinking about some of these traditions, um, whether it be through the Advent calendar or, you know, leading up to Easter, maybe the way you do things, some of those are even going to require daily discipline as you try to carry out that actual tradition that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on to the third and final encouragement of the three, we want to be fun. Try to make (laughs) it fun. You know, holidays can be so fun and exciting for our children. And we want to capitalize on that and take advantage of it um, to help them get excited about the things of the Lord. You know, as we seek to be set apart from the culture's messages and even some of the culture's traditions, um, that doesn't mean that we're less fun. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that we're to be killjoys um, for our God is not a killjoy. He's the source of joy. Yeah. You know, when you really think about it. And so we are like to, we're not ruining our children's childhood. Not at yeah. all. Not mm-hmm. at all. Like, man, if anything, we're, man, we're strengthening mm-hmm. it as we seek to be set apart and honor Christ. And may we also be fun mm-hmm. with our children. May we make the traditions about the Lord and, and may, may we make it dope. You know, maybe mm-hmm. make it so exciting mm-hmm. that um, that they're, they're looking forward to it. They enjoy it and they see that we also enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so may we model that excitement for them. May we be mindful of their interests as we think about ways that we can make that's it good. fun. And yeah. may we put in the work to make it a lot of fun. Yeah, that's good. You always would do this in youth ministry, but. You'd say, take off your cool jacket. And it's like, as parents, (laughs) how do we take off our cool jackets to really invest in being as fun as we can with our kids? Yeah. 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 We want to show that joy is fun. It is amazing to do things the Lord's way, to point our children to Christ. That's so good. And so now as we walk, as we've talked about the three encouragements, what we're going to do now is walk through um, some of the examples of the holidays that we're going to be talking about. And so the main holidays that we're going to talk through and the order that we're going to give is the order that it is coming up since seeing that it's, you know, September, you're going to be listening to this in October. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about the next few for the remainder of this year as we go into year 2024. We're going to talk about the others. Yeah. And so first is Thanksgiving. We're going to hit on Thanksgiving. We're going to talk about Christmas. Then we're going to do Valentine's Day. Shocker. I know. <laughs> that was your idea. And I'm excited for everyone to hear about it. <laughs> then we're going to talk about Easter. And then we're going to talk about Juneteenth. The newest holiday of the month. Come all. on now. <laughs> Actually, you know, 1865, maybe just, Freedom Day. I mean, according to <laughs> people get time off now and this all, is true. all the, you this know, is true. all this that. Is true. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm not downplaying. I'm tra- I know. I the know newest you ain't. official holiday. Come on. There you go. Yes. I know you ain't downplaying it now. Freedom Day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and so now that you know kind of what we're walking through, we're just going to go one by one. And so for Thanksgiving, we're just, again, we're going to talk about what we do. Um, I always love to caveat this because I I can't ever say it enough, is that these are just examples. We are not claiming to do it the best way. Big Um, facts. We are confident. So many of you, if not all of you, have your own traditions that we should be doing. (laughs) Yes. And so we're just going to do this to hopefully give some ideas, get the ball rolling and encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. If it is set apart and it's pointing to the Lord and it's fun and you know, all that good stuff. So, so yes. So Thanksgiving, we now just starting last year. So 
We'll do it again this year and make it a tradition. <laughs> yes. But we Wait, do. Last year was the first time. It was. It? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And so we do what we call Tommy the turkey. Tommy the turkey. Yes. We named our turkey yes. Tommy. Yeah. Alliterations. Come on now. Yes. Thanksgiving tea, Tommy tea. And so we have this. Well, I'll get into that, but um, we're going to talk mainly about Tommy the turkey. But we, as we approach Thanksgiving, we really do want to be a family marked by gratitude. Mm-hmm. And so we want to help our children understand that we are to give thanks to God for everything. And so we taught them First Thess 5.18, give thanks in everything for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Big facts. And so that verse really came in handy as we celebrated Thanksgiving last year as we would recite that verse often um, and help them see that we're to give thanks to God for everything. And so we we start Tommy the Turkey on November 1st, getting us excited for the actual day of Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yes. And so we cut out a craft turkey. Uh, I think that I got off Pinterest that actually another mom in our church gave me this idea. Mm. And so cut out this craft turkey, taped it to the wall, and then printed out or drew different... Um, feathers on different colored construction paper and so we cut out all these feathers Mm -hmm. and then each day after dinner we would write the different um something else something that we're thankful for and so Mm -hmm. to start our time off after dinner we would say tommy the turkey time tommy the turkey time tommy the turkey time 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 yes as you can see we love chance and even as you think about like seasons one and two, especially season two, we've probably talked about a number of chants already. Yeah. Talked about huddle time chant. Like we just love chants. We're, we try to be excited. We're hype people, you know, uh, you, you are, <laughs> you're hype. And I, I try to match you. Well, yeah. maybe you told me about KA, how hype y'all used yes, to be. I'm I, just like, man, Hey, yeah. we want, we want that in our own family, yeah, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, we have the chant, Tommy, the Turkey time. And after we, you know, write out what the thing that we're thankful for. We go, we do the chant, and then we go, go we'll go cocoa melon with that thing. <laughs> okay, you know they got a. Uh, I'm thankful for my family part, and say, so we say we'd be like, uh, so what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? And then one of us will share the one thing that we're thankful for. That we've written down on a feather, and then after everybody goes, we're going to put those feathers on Tommy the turkey, and after that, we're going to pray a quick prayer of thanksgiving for the things that we're thankful for. And, man, we do this the entire month. And so there are just so many feathers on Tommy the Turkey. And it just helps us see that, man, we have so many things to give thanks to God for. And truth be told, we have more things than that. We're just listing off one thing. Yeah. And then on – go ahead, baby. I see you. I see you. I want to say a few things real quick. Go ahead. One – and just, I mean, we, again, we have toddlers, as you know. And so a lot of the things last year they're saying, I'm thankful for Octonauts. I'm thankful for Spidey and his amazing friends. I'm thankful for, you know, and Miles Morales. Yes. And so I know I am. The Lord helped get them finally to be thankful for people and, you know, different things. But it's still, it's like give thanks and everything. So, yes, we are thankful for that show. And so, yeah, it was a sweet 
experience, but it was a plethora of things that we were putting up there. Mm-hmm. And even the way we did it, because we each picked one and we did that every day, we were putting four up every day because our baby was obviously not participating. And so even at the end, some friends of mine were like, that looks like a Thanksgiving peacock. But <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is all the same, is that by Thanksgiving, we have a wall full of what we're yeah. thankful for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then on Thanksgiving Day, uh, we like to read the book. Started last year as well. On Thanksgiving Day, we like to read the book, Why Do We Say Thank You by Champ Thornton. Yeah, it's a really um, sweet book. It's a really great book on just encouraging us to be grateful. Uh, as we go through the day, there are so many things that God uh, allows us to see and experience throughout the day that the Lord gives to us that we should be grateful for. And with a grateful heart, we recognize it, Yeah, you know, and so it's a really great book. We just try to help try to cultivate Thanksgiving yeah. in the hearts of our children and our own hearts, for we need it as well. Yeah. And so that's Thanksgiving. And then the holiday that comes after it mm-hmm. is none other than Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Now, we have other family traditions that aren't specifically Christian. You know, when we think about the Christmas holiday, like the, the, um, the Sunday after Thanksgiving, we bring down the Christmas tree. We do the fake Christmas tree because we can't afford that real stuff. <laughs> and I don't uh, want spiders. And in we my don't house. want spiders in our house. <laughs> but we do the fake Christmas tree. We get all the ornaments. We just pretty much decorate the house, jamming Christmas music. You know, we we do dancing with Daddy. We give and receive gifts. We're decorating the tree. Um, and so we do a number of traditions. And to get more specifically. Um, with the traditions to help us understand the meaning of Christmas, one of the things that we do are the Advent blocks. And we start this on December 1st, and we do this in our huddle time Mm -hmm. to where we list all the blocks out. And on December 1st, we would tell our kids to grab number one. They grab it. We'll read a lesson from the Advent. It's a biblical lesson. Um, and it's walking through the storyline of the Bible and it's pointing us to Jesus, causing us, leading us to anticipate the first coming of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we read the story and then we turn the block and on the side of the block, there's an image of a picture of the story. You know, whether it's when Adam and Eve rebel, there's a picture of a fruit mm-hmm. or talk about Moses and um, encountering God at the burning bush as a picture of a bush burning. And mm-hmm. so it's a picture that symbolizes the lesson. They go back to it. They put it down. They put the star on top of it. So we're working through that mm-hmm. all 25 days leading up to Christmas. And then on the 25th day, we read it. Uh, and then it, it, there's also a letter. Mm-hmm. on every block so we get to turn it all the way around and it says it has a message it's like Emmanuel God with us mm-hmm. um, and so we've been anticipating the coming of yeah. Christ the King and on the 25th day we get to celebrate he has come yeah yeah he's come to save us um, and so it's it's a really dope way to you know help our children anticipate Christ yeah. and you know it's in some sense it's like a biblical theology mm-hmm. walking through the storyline of scripture pointing yeah. us to Christ, who is the fulfillment of the promises that, man, the Old Testament point to. Yeah. No, it's so true. It's, you know, all kids want to count down till Christmas once yes. they get old enough to understand some of what that day might mean. 
for them, um, even just with the gifts and all of that. Yeah. And so it's a really fun way to make the countdown all about the Lord. Yep. Um, yeah, it's been really sweet for us. We've done that a few years now. And each year they're getting older and understanding more of it. And oh, so, yeah. And anticipating it more and more. Yeah. Like, it's December 1st to where it's like December 26th. They're kind of sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are we do doing it. now? We're like, uh, back to normal huddle time. <laughs> yeah. We got nothing right now, guys. Sorry. But, um, but yeah. And so then another thing I just started with them last year. Um, my sister-in-law told me about this. This was one I would always think about halfway through December. And I'm like, well, too late to do it now. But I finally started last year. And it's called Abel in the Stable. Mm. And so we also start this on December 1st. And I do this with the kids every morning. And so one thing um, that we do is Abel is this little stuffed donkey. And he sleeps in his stable every night. And so it's like a little cardboard cutout that we make. And so the kids will always put Abel in his stable every night to go to sleep. But then every morning they wake up and he's not there. Hmm. And so I hide him before I go to bed every night. And so then they have to look for him. And he's always hidden in a spot that has to do with that morning's lesson. And the premise of this whole thing is the kids are helping this donkey Abel to learn the true meaning of Christmas. Mm. He's on the search for the true meaning of Christmas. So he's always out searching and that's why they can't find him and he's trying to figure it out. And so they get to help him learn the true meaning. And that's been a really fun kid friendly, toddler friendly way for them to think about Christmas. Mm. Um, and so, you know, with the advent blocks and Abel in the stable, once it gets to Christmas day, we do our final time yes. of advent and able before we open gifts we really they wake up excited to open gifts but we want to always start by setting their mind first on why are we celebrating mm, christmas it's now. not actually just about opening gifts yeah. um, and so we want to do that first and then we'll sing a song and pray kind of like we would do for our normal huddle time yep. and so those are kind of our main two advent anticipation of christmas traditions that we do. Um, another thing that we're striving to do more is make Christmas goodies to, and we make them with our kids. Um, and then we, they get to help us pick who we're going to give them to, mm -hmm. whether neighbors or church members, just wanting to instill in them a focus on being a blessing to others, yeah. thinking of ways they can actually give more than receive. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And this year, we're hoping to change things up just a tad bit, add a little bit more. And one of the things we want to do is go Christmas caroling with a few <laughs> church members. Yes, people I'm, still do it, I guess. Yeah, At least we're going to we try. try. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be dope. And so members of Midtown Baptist, please be on the lookout for an email about <laughs> Christmas caroling around Midtown. But just hoping even to do that evangelistically. Yeah. Like, yeah. Get to know some neighbors and yeah, stuff. So yeah. in an awkward but hopefully fun way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, next holiday was one that you were very passionate about including on here. It is none other than Valentine's Day. <laughs> and not passionate about it because it's like my favorite holiday, but again, it's a chance to be set apart from the culture. Okay. So. Well go ahead and talk about All it. All right, baby. let me let me dive on in. Um you know, other holidays that we've mentioned so far, the discipleship focus is more through instruction. Mm. But this one, maybe think more about discipleship through imitation. Oh, okay. All right, so here Truth we go. Truth and life. I see you. Okay. Go and talk about the life. <laughs> and so 
you know, when we think about this holiday, we have a chance to beat the culture to our children. We can teach them that their value isn't in being liked by somebody of the opposite sex, but rather it's being made in the image of God. Oh, say that again. Say that All again. Right, say it again come. about the value. Oh, come on. Come on. All right. <laughs> Is that we can use this holiday, though it's, you know, a man-made holiday and it's not like you get off work for it, I but don't. but we get a chance to to use this day to teach our children that their value isn't in being liked by someone of the opposite sex, mm. but rather their value comes from being made in the image of God. Ooh-wee. Man, I could just run around my house right now, but I just think it'll wake my kids up. Yes, it will. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. Yes, but we want to give a huge shout out to Garrett and Carrie Kell. These are dear friends of ours yeah. that we got to live with during our time in Virginia. And they've instilled a lot of family discipleship in us that we've mentioned in other episodes. Maybe yeah. we haven't said them by name, but this particular holiday, they did this tradition I'm about to share mm-hmm. every year. And when we lived with them, we got to participate with their family in this every year. Which was really dope. Yes, and so we have we were so Im- like impressed by it that we wanted to do it with our children. Yeah. And so the men cook and they serve dinner to the ladies in the home. Yep. We Me get all boy. dressed up, get all dolled up for it. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is not my favorite thing because I really dislike wearing sweatpants and t-shirts. Oh, but, but baby, you look so good <laughs> in sweatpants and t-shirts. <laughs> and you look so good uh, when you get dolled thank up. You. But my daughter, our oldest is already like me. She like cries about putting on dresses. So and anyways, but we do. We get dressed up and we have a nice dinner together. Mm. And the focus is on teaching our son, how to treat a lady mm-hmm. and on teaching our daughters how they should be treated by a man. Yes. And this can even be fun to include members from your church to participate as, you know, that's what we were in the Kell household. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if maybe you only have one gender of children, yeah. you know, it could be fun to, to bring more people in to help make this happen. Yeah. And we really loved getting to do this with the Kells and yeah, it's just a sweet way again through imitation mm-hmm. to help show our children how this can look. Absolutely. And during that time, the men, um, we, we serve, you know, we pull out the chairs, the women sit in the chairs, we push the chairs up, we're getting the silverware, Mm -hmm. like we're doing everything, we're cleaning. Um, And then during the dinner time, we, the men, we go around and we share something we love um, about and encourage each lady. And so I get to encourage my wife and my two daughters. And then Jay, my son, he gets to encourage his mom and his two siblings. And, and we might have to help them in that. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. may have to help them in that. And it's all good. He's yeah. young. Um, but we just want to instill this practice. We want to help model and teach our children how to love. We want to help instill in them, um, help instill value in them that is not derived from having a date or a crush mm-hmm. as they get older. Um, and you know, with, with doing this holiday, they don't ever have to wonder, like, do I need to ask somebody out on a date or do I have plans? Or do I have plans? You know, have I been asked out? It's like, yeah, we have family plans, Yeah, you know, doing this together, celebrating together. And if you do get asked out, you ain't going anywhere. Absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. No boy bet not ask my daughter out. My daughters, not until they get out of college. (laughs) Ain't playing them games. Okay. Calm down, baby. I digress. <laughs> Let me get back to the point that I was making. Yes, you got this. Um, now, it may not matter much. As we do this tradition, it may not matter much in the younger years. But Lord willing, 
we do hope that it will pay dividends in the future. Yeah. You know, once they reach middle school and high school, um, hopefully as we do this and as we instruct them and point them to the Lord and that they're dope by design, prayerfully their security won't rise or fall based on someone bringing them chocolate or them being asked on a specific on a date on a specific day yeah exactly yes i think we just have a chance to really mold them in this way and and help them not dread this this holiday in our culture or put all their hope in it yeah 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 so that's the valentine's day for you that is (laughs) the valentine's day Next up, we have Easter. (laughs) That's right. And so Easter. Bet you can't guess what we try to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Easter. We do some stuff like leading up to it. You know, when people celebrate Lent and stuff like that. Um, We're not necessarily doing that, but we are intentional in trying to help us anticipate the celebration of the death of Christ and his resurrection. And so during that time, we read the book, Who is Jesus?, by Kate Hawks, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name. And y'all, that that book is extremely dope. Um, We do this every night during the bedtime routine um, with the older two. And And by we, really you. Yeah, mainly me. And again, Mm -hmm. this book is pretty much a biblical theology, um, just pointing to Jesus and how he fulfills so much of what has happened in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, and, and... Pointing to him and pointing to the consummation of his kingdom as well when he returns. Yeah. No, that's great. And so that's 40 different ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So that's one we have to be thinking intentionally about 40 days before Easter, (laughs) which takes a little bit of planning in that regard. But then we also do these resurrection eggs where we buy this carton of plastic eggs and 12 of them come in the carton Mm -hmm. and... It also comes with a little booklet that will be the lesson for each day. And so we start this 11 days leading up to Easter, and we do this during our huddle time. And with the booklet, you really don't even have to do any prep Mm. for the lesson. I I mean, that's the case. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, we kind of put it into our own words a little bit, but um, we will do the lesson each night. And then what happens is after we read the lesson, one of our children get to open that colored egg for the night. And there's a little object inside a little plastic object that represents what that lesson was. So if we did um, the triumphal entry, it's a little donkey, I think, you know? And so, yeah. And so it's a little object that represents the lesson that really just helps it be more of a fun, visual, interactive way for our children to be learning the story of Jesus's death and resurrection. Mm -hmm. And so we do this for 11 days leading up to Easter so that the last egg is opened on Easter Sunday. And it's just a really great way for our kids to learn the different aspects of the moments leading up to his death, his actual death, and then the resurrection. It really just helps the story come to life more for them. And one other thing that we like to do on Easter Sunday is host a Resurrection Sunday potluck. Oh, um, yeah. Where we, yes, where we invite different members from our church to our home. And we usually open it up to everybody from the church, but we cap it at a certain number. So, you know, we'll say, we'd love to have 15 people over. Once the first 15 sign up, that's going to have to be it. Yeah. Um, but we do that. One, just because we love getting to fellowship with other members from our church. Um, But also it's a sweet way, hopefully, for our kids to experience 
traditionally they can know we're going to celebrate this holiday with our church family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And the last holiday that we're going to talk about is none other than Juneteenth. Whoop, whoop. Yes. <laughs> and so chattel slavery, uh, the institution of chattel slavery has been going on for quite some time in our country. And on January 1st, 1863, President Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation, putting an end to race-based chattel slavery, particularly in the Confederate South. Well, the news spread, and it uh, the last African-American slaves were freed, or realized that they were set free, on June 19th, 1865. Such a long time. Yes, in Galveston, Texas. And so on that day... Um, really came an end to race-based chattel slavery, mm-hmm. and um, many African Americans celebrated on June nineteenth, which is why it's called Juneteenth. Which is why African Americans would say that that is Freedom Day. Yeah, that is our Independence Day for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, seeing that we are a multi-ethnic mm-hmm. family, yes, we um, are. Yes, we are. And this mm-hmm. fa- this holiday is near and dear to our hearts mm-hmm. and our family. And so, we want to celebrate that. Um, and so we try to do it big. We use this holiday as an opportunity to help teach our children the history of our country, the reality of race-based chattel slavery, um, what God says about all people. Um, we are made in the image of God, um, our value, our dignity. All of that comes from the fact that we are made in the Imago Day. And we want to just try to teach them these things, teach yeah. them the importance of Juneteenth and Freedom Day. And we also want to teach them uh, how it points to Christ, how Galatians 5 says, for freedom, Christ has set us free, that we were once enslaved to sin and we need to be liberated. Mm. And Jesus Christ is the great liberator by taking upon himself the punishment that we deserve. Yeah. And so we like to celebrate that. We have a gospel uh, conversation and we celebrate it by you know, inviting over ethnic minority friends, celebrating that deal together, cookout, playing games that are very common um, in the African-American community. Mm -hmm. And so we try to do it big like that. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you see in all of these things, we are celebrating these holidays as they are, but always striving again to, to be set apart and, and find ways to point them to the Lord, to Mm. his word, um, we, we hope to be consistent in these. Yes. <laughs> We're starting yes. out with young children, but we hope we carry these on. And we also strive to make them fun, mm-hmm. keep them hype. And so we know that there are so many amazing traditions out there. And so we would love to hear from you on what you like to do with your families. Facts. Yes. And in fact, as you've heard, we got Abel in the stable from my sister-in-law. We learned Tommy the, the turkey. Yeah. Tommy the turkey came from other moms in the church. The Kell family taught us what they do on Valentine's Day, you know, and so we are learning these things from other people. And so Mm -hmm. we would love to learn from you, too. So please follow us on social media so you can share those with us or tag us in them as you post about them when the holidays roll around. We can all learn so much from each other here. And so no matter what we do with our families and even if our traditions change a little over time, may we seek to be set apart to the glory of God. May we seek to be consistent in them, and may we have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so having said that, with Thanksgiving coming up, who (laughs) is ready 
for some ham. <laughs> <laughs> I am because I like it better than turkey. Oh, same here. Man, but y'all, thank you for rocking with us. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. And we and know this was longer, so if you stuck with us, we thank you. Yeah, yeah. So until next time, grace and peace. Peace.